Hello gals and girls, my name is Maya and I'll be your host for this episode of Ghostcast. Here on Ghostcast, we talk to creators from all walks of life, from music to film, art to drama. They tell us about their stories and their style, as well as their hardships from making their name. You can find my socials, Patreon, and ways to support Ghostcast over on my website at ghostcast.mailchimpsites.com. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Anna. How are you doing? I'm good, Maya. How are you doing? Well, the question, my first question was, how are you? But I basically just asked that. <laughs> it's a good start. It is a good start. What have you been up to? Loads. I've been so busy during lockdown. No, not not very much. Not very much. <laughs> Bit of college work. What about yourself? You've been up to much? Oh, it's just been ghost cast, really. Oh, you know, I stopped by and went to a few hundred gigs. Obviously. Um, oh, of not- course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's just it's honestly just been ghost cast, man. Um, ghost cast this, ghost cast that. Pretty quite much right, everything. Right. <laughs> so obviously, gigs aren't a thing. But the music industry has to survive somehow. And you work for Electric Funny Records, which has been critically acclaimed one of the biggest, well, the biggest and most successful student-run record label. So what's Mm -hmm. your favourite part of that so far? Oh, God. You know, working for Electric Honey, I think my favourite bit so far, we've been really lucky with Electric Honey where we got to, even during the lockdown, we got to put on some live sessions. You you know Mm -hmm. this as well. Oh, yeah, yeah we got to put some live sessions on and it was bizarre because it was all socially distanced and you know you're all standing but you're far away from everyone Mm -hmm. but because we'd gone so long without seeing live music I think seeing an artist perform was just like oh my god this is amazing how lucky are we after all this time not seeing anything yeah yeah, be able to see like a few artists like Pac and Julian and Rue from Opera Family Portraits like seeing the live seeing it live you know in front of your eyes oh my god it was it was amazing so that's been the best bit so far it kind of felt like obviously because I also used to work for Electric Honey as well Mm -hmm. um it kind of felt like looking at a weird like interactive well not exactly interactive because you can't touch (laughs) anything but it felt like a weird museum exhibition (laughs) we were all like infatuated where we're like whoa there's people performing in front of us in a music course (laughs) like it wasn't real oh Oh, yeah for sure and obviously we done networking online as well so we've done quite a few um networking events online have you carried that on at all or we did but so we obviously did resonate it was oh yeah of course we were lucky to get to go to that which was and i was a really good event it was great it was great yeah for especially for an online event it was the first one that they've done online um I, i learned a lot from it but i've not done much more you know networking It's, it's hard during a pandemic it's all oh, yeah. online I've done a few bits of networking with you know Creative Scotland and stuff but when you're meeting someone for the first time during through a camera it's just mm. so weird it's, it's whack man it is it's and you think when I meet this person in you know in real life are they going to remember me or it's 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 weird but you've got to make do don't you you just got to kind of it's what's it's what's going on right now just oh yeah keeping adapt. up with this it is essentially keeping up with the times which is really Literally. odd um, I think for me, when it came to the networking aspect, I think the whole like, oh, just jump in and meet someone. I was like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in my pajamas. I'm not doing that. I for the whole networking thing. So for for the listeners, basically, there was this thing you could <laughs> you could like click on, and during the, the conference, you could essentially you would click on network, and you'd just be matched with someone else in the conference. You don't know who they are, and you there's this timer of sixty seconds counting you down. So you're looking at the timer. You're like, what do we talk about for these sixty seconds? And 
Oh my god, yeah, you were you were right. To, to it's essentially it's essentially speed dating. But... Speed dating, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's the same. Not that I've ever been speed dating, but yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> but it was essentially the same kind of idea. Um, yeah. So obviously, you were saying that that's not the same as meeting somebody in real life. Yeah, it's not the same as like, and you're wondering, will they remember you, and what the will they remember what you talked about? So you're like not starting out in the industry as such but this is a different venture for you being like in this record label so what barriers would you say you've um kind of came across when starting out in your industry gosh it's it's a loaded question you know um I would say mental health has been a big one for me it's it's something so before I got into the music industry I was studying international business and law at university Maya I didn't even know that what was I doing and I think the reason I say mental health and I bring that up is because when I was at school the the sort of thing that was pushed was go to university and I was Mm. 17 I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life and music business was definitely not spoken about as you know an option for you you know a career path it definitely wasn't talked about in school so I went and I studied international business and law and I was miserable you know I was really depressed and I really Mm. hated it but I didn't realize at the time because I was doing something that I didn't want to do and I didn't love what I was doing and I felt just like crap all the time yeah and I think lockdown was sort of what made me end up not being on that course anymore and kind of looking at my options and thinking what what am I going to do now and I Mm -hmm. music has always been you know everyone on this course will be the same music has always been such a passion and a love of mine oh yeah so I think finally getting into a course and getting into a path that I I really now feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing now I feel like I'm in love with you know I'm waking up now and I'm excited with my my day I'm not like oh I have to go and study about women business law oh yeah yeah (laughs) that sounds that sounds pretty grim to be honest with you (laughs) I think now that I'm I'm in a position where I'm happier with my life and I'm I've got a bit more purpose that's that's made me that was the biggest that was a big hurdle for me at the beginning of it and now that I'm in this position that I'm really happy I've just got a lot of energy I'm excited now I'm I don't know I'm just I'm feeling much more and look not every, not every day is a brilliant day we all have days where we're feeling like you just don't want to get out of bed in the morning or like yeah, yeah. you know we all have those days but I think recognizing that and sort of questioning why you're feeling that way is a is a good start to, mm-hmm. to end in it and that's it's it's a daily it's a daily challenge for everyone mental health but I think recognizing it is a good start yeah I was I was super surprised to hear that you'd like went from international law and music business because prior to this I didn't even know that I yeah. thought that you, I genuinely thought that you'd been doing music business for a really long time oh, really? It, you, you come across that way well, you honestly you. like Anna I will say this right now. Anna is one of the people in this college course that I met that had their shit together. No. And <laughs> I know wow. you, I know, I know that's such a that's such a broad thing because I know nobody has their shit together, yeah. <laughs> but you present yourself so well. So how do you keep motivated? Gosh, you know, if I'm being totally honest, it, I'm not motivated all the time. It's it's, yeah. it's really hard to keep motivated. Mm-hmm. If how, how do I keep motivated? I try and look at the big picture and I try and think how is this going to be good for my life and my future how is it going to be good for the people I'm working with in their future how is it going to be good for sort of society as a whole I'm 
I'm quite an optimistic person, I think, mm-hmm. which I agree. Thank you. <laughs> which, and, you know, having that optimism, whether it's, you know, optimism can be a good thing and a bad thing because it can give you false hope, but also it gives yeah. you hope at the end of the day. So I think my optimism and my belief that I'd like to see everyone around me doing well, myself included, but I w- if, if the people around me are doing well, I'm going to do well. And if I'm doing well, mm-hmm. the people around me are going to do well. So I think that's a good thing for motivation. Teamwork. You you have always been an absolute delight to work by. Oh. Um, it is a shame. It is a shame that we did meet in a national fucking lockdown. Don't, like, don't tell me about <laughs> um, it. You know that way where, like, in the course we met such a broad range of people, and I was like, I want to cuddle everybody. Oh my! I want to give everybody a cuddle, and it, it was an absolute nightmare. Like, for example, um, I knew uh, Jillian. I knew Julian before the course. Nice. Um, so coming into my class, I didn't realise he was actually in the course. Oh. Coming into my class and sitting in my seat and him just come and sit next to me. I was like, oh, hi, Julian. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely something. And with a broad range of people comes a broad range of backgrounds and, like, taste in music yeah. and style. And you, to me, are a very stylish person. Oh. I will say that right now. Oh, well, and um, so who are, like, your favourite fashion icons that you can think of gosh favorite fashion icons i would honestly say my pals to be honest like some of the oh how sweet i know i know because so i grew up in dunblane which is a sort of it's it's very middle class i would say Mm. but it's also it's got a different sort of group of people that i've been friends with that i've met in Glasgow so I've got my friends from home who are totally different from my friends in Glasgow and then I've got my mm-hmm. friends that I've worked with that they're totally different from my pals that in Glasgow that I met at uni so I've got a really different bunch of people in my life yeah so I take a little bit of like my friends for, that I've worked with I like some of their style so I might take a little bit of that and then my pals mm-hmm. from home like I really might like some of their style so I'll take a little bit of that and I just sort of mix and match it all together however Bimini uh in drag race oh my god her <gasps> like slayed every day girl slayed every day so that's if i was to pick like a someone in the spotlight definitely bimini that is amazing yeah. like i've seen i've seen their stuff like on instagram stuff i don't personally keep up with drag race uh-huh. but um a friend of mine does and she keeps saying to me she was like look at this queen look at this yeah. queen and I, I started like keeping up with her instagram yeah, and yeah. it's just became like a hole that i'm in it's <laughs> iconic oh, oh yeah it's great looks honestly she looks better than me in all of her clothing <laughs> i just don't get it it's oh fabulous fabulous so yeah i'd love to wear every single thing that she's worn on the runway i absolutely envy the creativity of drag queens Tell me like about it. you know that way where they make up an entire outfit in about like two hours yeah. and i can't even dress myself and like two hours. yeah i know <laughs> you've got your full wardrobe out on your bed and they've just happened to create this absolute masterpiece i don't understand yeah i will i will wholeheartedly wear a charity shop vest oh, and yeah. be like it's grander chic yeah make it work <laughs> make it work oh uh, so obviously you're talking about all these people that you met and um you've taken so much style and inspiration from them you hang out with like so many different people but as i'm like our viewers our viewers our listeners of course aren't aware of this but i am Anna is huge into disco, <laughs> really into the Studio 54 vibe. Oh, yeah. So with this question, if you could go a night out to Studio 54 with anybody, who would it be and why? Oh my God, I love this question. I Yeah, I'm a disco <laughs> freak. Like I just, it's 
the vibe is everything it's just good vibes but who yeah. would I go to Studio 54 with you know there's this picture of Bianca Jagger in Studio 54 riding a horse and what? yeah like animal cruelty that is not cool however <laughs> the picture does look absolutely amazing and I think she was very much you know she would just like walk to the front of the door even though the cube is around the corner she would just walk to the front of the door and she'd get let in and look fabulous and I'd, I think I'd quite like to go with her because she would know where to go she'd know like the cool bits of the club and you know the, the drinks to order yeah you know, I think she would show me a good time she sounds absolutely mental <laughs> That's that's how I was gonna say Cher. I was either I was either gonna say um, Cher or I I don't know why this comes to mind, but Meryl Streep. I don't know why, but do you know that way when it kind of makes sense? Question that. I really like that answer. I yeah, Meryl Streep. That would. I feel like because I saw pictures of her um at the uh post party for the Mamma Mia. Like for my, I'm a Uh huge fan of Mamma Mia. And um, she just looks so fun. On yeah. I love I love Meryl Streep so much. Um, I out with Meryl. That would be so good. I went. I do wonder what it would be like to go to Studio Fifty Four with our horse. Oh my god! <laughs> Wild. <laughs> that would Wild. be absolutely mental to go with them. Skill trip. Um, a, skill, <laughs> a skill trip, and we're taking on we're taking on like someone that's not even in the course anymore. Yeah, I know. Do you want to join us? <laughs> Um, I probably, I probably shouldn't go down this route any further before I end up getting done for slander. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop that there. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards, obviously, um, Electric Penny deal with a lot of, um, we dealt with a lot of local bands. Like the um kind of selection process was long and hard, and it was everyone suggesting a band weekly, and you know we would go through the motions one by one with mm-hmm. each band. But what kind of what kind of bands are in the local scene right now that have caught your attention? Gosh, you know, it's not even just bands for myself. And if I'm honest, it's probably more local artists than local bands. However, like, so Awkward Family Portraits, I know I've already mentioned it, but I love Awkward Family Portraits so much. I think their music is so unique and just, oh, I love them. I like, uh, so AT, she's kind of like an Afrobeat R&B singer, um, her music is absolutely stunning. Her voice is gorgeous as well. Um, there's another rapper, Washington. He's like, I swear he's like 19 or something. And he is unbelievable. He's got some, he's got a new tune called Youngin' Out. Absolute beat. Definitely recommend. Honeymoon, absolute sick guy as well. His tunes are class. Uh, Bems, hello. So I'm Bems' manager as well. Bems, rapper. Everyone, go and check him out. Stream his EP on Spotify. St. Along Causes. Oh my God. I asked, I, I'm not being biased his tunes are class his tunes are so class get them listen to guys for our listeners that was anna promoting bems who she manages you can find his ep out on spotify and you can find his music on all good streaming platforms so obviously being a manager is a really big step especially in the music industry but what experience in particular shaped your interest in working for the music industry gosh it was it's a few different things i suppose my sort of just general love of music is definitely the first one I've I've mm. always loved a sort of range of different music and I didn't even know that you could or I didn't know I don't know why when I was younger I just didn't even think a job in the music it seemed like some sort of dream job I guess yeah I I was lucky my pal that I used to work with John Rush 
was able to he couldn't go to the say awards one year as well and he mm. gave me his tickets and being at an event like that especially before I'd had any kind of like taste of the music industry was amazing and I, I was felt so lucky to be there because everyone it was just like all the people in the music industry and they all worked in the music industry I just wanted to be someone that was working in the music industry it seemed so cool yeah. and now, now that I'm in it it doesn't feel real yet because it's all on a laptop you know yeah <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like I'm actually doing anything so I can't wait for this exclusive zoom call yeah oh my gosh scandalous <laughs> <laughs> things like tea in the park as well i love music festivals so mm. much they are they're the thing that i've missed the most during lockdown like my happiest moment is when you're at a music festival all your pals are around you you've got like someone you love is on the stage it's sunny you've got a pint in your hand and you're just looking around at everyone and it is just good vibes that it's is one of my life's good man. yeah, yeah that's one of my favorite life. moments in life so i think i'd love to be able to sort of have a hand in in working in that kind of side of things as well the sort of live live side of things too so just my love of music like I can't even put into words just how much I love music that's what it's about though <laughs> yeah. isn't it that's what this industry is about it's and so true. I had um 2019 it's so weird not saying last year I can't believe this has been going on for over a year yeah um 2019 I had the absolute pleasure on going to quite a few networking events one of them that stood out for me, which um, was, it was in my last college, the Academy of Music and Sound. Nice. Um, absolutely phenomenal. I ended up getting into a YouTube a networking event. Okay. And that was an, a whole other experience. I got to see Nina Nesbitt live and I was like, Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, and uh, one of the actual AMS students, Marina Rowling, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually supported. So, nice. Um, that conference was basically about uh, getting into YouTube music okay. and getting into that aspect of the industry. And that definitely opened my eyes. But at the same time, it also made me realise, like, I'd, I don't know if you've ever saw me have a meltdown over budget and finances. <laughs> Not <laughs> but, yet, but, you know, no, uh, I think you've missed that point. It was, yeah, <laughs> I was close to bashing my skull off of Excel. Oh. Um, but I realised that I'm a lot more fluent as a content creator. Okay um and i love music i've been a musician for a long time and i have gained like reputation over it and i'm not going to stop making music ever it's just that as a content creator being on a podcast talking to people hearing about their stories all that stuff it's just so much more interesting to me and i think when you have a it's so strange that music can lead to so many different careers and a lot of people don't they don't realize that what's what's your uh, like what's your dream this is Anna's podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. <laughs> but, well, I'm interested. I'm interested. Oh, well, I've I wouldn't so much say that I've got a dream because I've got multiple. I'd say, um, music, I've got five years. I've got your music, oh, my, music dream. dream. Ah, see, to be honest, I would much rather um my podcasting t- took off. I'd okay, much nice, rather nice. be um I'd much rather be present in the sense of interviewing people and getting the kind of exclusive behind the scenes at events and stuff and writing about it yeah but if my music were to take off i'd absolutely love to kind of do um more kind of alternative stuff yeah. um I, I currently do quite a lot of pop yeah um, i love your bubblegum cool. chin i love it <laughs> thank you um i do a lot of pop under my alias of course is maya but i'd love to branch out and do more for ghost cast 
Um, I don't really have a music dream. It's more a case of well, I do have a music dream because we all do, you know, yeah, of like, course, yeah, yeah. I know singing to the that. crowds, all that jazz. Yeah. But I think as I found a new passion for podcasting, um, that it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. It's like finding your purpose. You yeah. know, it's that balance between music journalism and getting fully involved. Like it is being in the middle. I think if I had um. Obviously, I've got a five-year plan mm-hmm. for this podcast, um, which I did talk about in my channel trailer on YouTube. And one of the goals was to hit 50 monthly listeners in a year. And we are almost at that. Yeah, I And it's been... <laughs> and obviously, on like this, when this episode comes out, um, it will be just below 50 listeners. So I'll be like, whoa! Um, so that was one of them gone already. So I think it's that way where having your dreams is one thing but planning and executing them is a whole different, different yeah thing. it's a different story isn't it yeah. that a lot of people don't realize because they'll be like i want to do this but then a lot of people wait for permission yeah or to but feel do something I struggle. Or, yeah, yeah. I, w- I waited on that for a long time i would sit here and go i really want to do this but oh i don't know when can i do it and have i got the time yeah. and i'm like you don't know that's the point yeah, <laughs> yeah. well this seems to be like you definitely you this seems perfect for you Thank you. <laughs> I remember I remember every single time we'd be like talking about something in communications, I'd be like, Okay, but there's journalism, right? And she's like, Well well yeah and I'm like, Yeah, but there's journalism and she's like, Uh-huh, but there's also networking content. I'm like, Yeah, but there's But what about the journalism? <laughs> <laughs> um so it is definitely like in my sights to honestly it <laughs> to thin it down, to have a career and talking to people would just fit me so good. It really would. That is basically what i want to do um but yeah wow thank you so much for coming on anna oh. it has been a treat to have you here it's been so insightful as well thank you for um, having me i like really honestly it really means a lot to me so thank you yeah yeah no problem um just before uh you go though do you have anything that you want to promote regarding bems or is there anything else you want to talk about to let our listeners know i'm just going to Feel free. plug my man bems He's got. Uh, he's just been on the new BBC Music Introducing and Tune uh, Saturday Night TV show. So it's on BBC iPlayer oh, wow. right now. Eighties on okay. it as well. Um, there's two episodes out. He's on the first one, so I would say go okay. have a listen to that. He's plays a monthly Saturday night show on Radio Buena Vida, and yeah, just go listen to his tunes. You'll love them. It's great for this time of year as well. Brilliant absolutely brilliant that's even more suggestions for our listeners outside of ghostcast which is always welcome always welcome thank you so much for coming on anna it's been an absolute blast to have you thank you maya well folks there you have it another episode of ghostcast is in your ears and on your airwaves thank you so much for anna for jumping on and having a chat with me it was awesome if you want to keep up to date with all things Ghostcast, whether it be our socials or updates, you can find everything you need to know over on our website, ghostcast.mailchimpsites.com. Until then, see you in the next episode.